Amy. Yes, Zoe. Why have you brought me to a car park in the middle of nowhere? Um, I think the car park was your suggestion. This all <laughs> feels very catfish, I'm not going to lie. When Zoe was like, we, we need to do this thing. We need to do this like sub-podcast. Kind of connected, but kind not connected. necessarily completely connected. And we were like, where are we going to record? Because I'm in the area this weekend, staying at my parents' house where there's no privacy. Um, and obviously there's all, never any privacy at my house. <laughs> so we decided to meet halfway and that meant sitting in a car in a car park. In Woking. Yeah. Here we are. We um, we both discovered late, well no, not even last night, earlier in the week, we're both quite obsessed with the Masked Singer. Yes. And we've decided it's boy band adjacent enough that, that it justifies us recording a podcast based on the Masked Singer. We're doing a special I'm with a boy band offshoot aka the masked singer who's, podcast who's behind the mask yeah well the thing is is it all started because the us version had a boy band yeah member in the first series he did really well got to the finals are we saying? i don't know i know he did very very well and of course mrs jenny mccarthy Wahlberg is a host of course on the master in the u.s of course she is but i i always knew this was going to be one of those like i don't like x factor i don't like the, none of those things I, I will watch the clips of them mm. but i don't i won't religiously sit and watch them but i knew this was um bizarre enough yeah to appeal to me on the kind of um euro trash meets opportunity knocks type thing so yeah, yeah. um i think it i think it works because it's dreadful no one likes it no one likes it but no one can switch off because they're like well i need to know who it is it's, it's really clever it kind of appeals to the true crime buff within us like <laughs> yes! i can solve this murder yes i can solve whoever's murdering this song right now so we're going to start with we are three episodes in yes so we've already had episodes one one and two happened last weekend episode three happened last night mm. so we're at an advantage now where we can look at the first three people that yes. have been revealed yes look at what their clues were yes to see and then we can try and figure out we can look and see whether or not within what the other people have said about themselves we yes. can see what their clues are and if we can pinpoint who they are right make some guesses have a look at who else is what other guesses are happening out on the internet there's a lot of twitter guessing going on yeah um i stumbled into an old friend of mine who used to work for the enemy her and all her old colleagues are trying to guess who everyone oh, is wow. so it's literally appealing to everyone we had to chat about it in the office in the middle of the week yeah so it's, oh we should also mention we had tickets Oh, we did have tickets to go and see this. Why couldn't? Why didn't we go? Oh, Were because it, the, no, the filming was out at an airfield in um, Hemel Hempstead, and it started at four o'clock. Oh yeah, and neither of us could get there. Okay, so we're going to start with Butterfly, who appeared in episode one. So the first episode was there was six masked singers and they appeared in pairs and they'd sing against each other and one would get selected to stay on and the one would selected to go through yeah. to the um the vote off if yeah, you the like vote off. Yeah. And, and we lost one in the first episode so the singer we lost in the first episode was butterfly now this was butterfly's opening spiel in her vt was uh, like me butterflies are pretty free-spirited can you do the voice no i can't <laughs> <laughs> like like it's coming through a the vote Coda thing. No. <laughs> I could probably do it in her accent. Oh, no, don't do that. Uh, These wings have carried me to foreign lands. I'm now back again to the UK. Sadly, my habitat has recently been threatened. Flowers have always played a part in my life. I still remember the bouquet I held as I walked down the aisle. Millions tuned in to see me tie the knot. 
I'm not used to singing on stage, so tonight the butterfly is definitely feeling butterflies. Um, and the other clue was within her VT, she was DJing. Yes. Um, she sang... Oh, she gave a clue after her performance, and the clue that she gave to the audience was, I was spotted before my big break. That's right, yeah. Uh, the judges made some guesses. Davina guessed that she thought it was because the person was DJing in their VT, she thought it was someone that, that who had been aboard and come back and was now on the radio so her guest was Kat Dealey mm. uh, Rita Aura who tends to only guess people that she's personally met <laughs> um, <laughs> she so guessed true. Fern Cotton and Cara Delevingne yeah uh, Jonathan Ross guessed Christopher Biggins and oh, he's, Charlotte we've mentioned Biggins before <laughs> yeah. haven't we and Charlotte Church oh yeah um, and Ken guessed Angela Lansbury yeah, well, he didn't have a clue. Ken's no. hilarious because yeah. he's got no idea who he anyone is. He's naming yeah. the few British people he's heard of. Yeah, exactly. So it turned out that the butterfly was uh, former EastEnders star Patsy Palmer. Yep, Bianca. Yes, played. She was. I mean, she was huge in the soap when she was yeah. on. She did move over to LA for a small time to try out acting. She came back. So breaking down the clues that they get now that. They used some very little known facts about Palmy. So, Palmy about Patsy. Mm. So, unless you were a bit of a Patsy Palmer obsessive, it would have been really hard to spot those clues. Yeah. So, her clue that she gave the panel was, I was spotted before my big break. So, she was in a clearer celeb. She appeared in an acne commercial before making it big in EastEnders. Right. Uh, She said, I still remember the bouquet I held as I walked down the aisle. Um, and she also mentioned flowers. Flowers have always played a part in my life. Now, in her character on EastEnders, ran the flower stall in the marketplace. Oh, okay. And then um, the, the, the bouquet, wedding, the wedding. Yeah, the wedding to Ricky Butcher was huge. Yeah. The two of them had been young sweethearts. It was kind of a Romeo and Juliet at one point. They weren't allowed to be together. They eventually got together and married. It would have been probably 16, 17 million that tuned in to watch that. Which, by American standards, probably not that many. But over here, it's pizza. <laughs> it's pretty it. good, yeah. Uh, foreign lands and um, my habitat's recently been threatened. Uh, she had moved to LA uh, where they recently had bushfires. Yeah. Um, and when she was in LA, she did a little bit of work as a DJ. So that was her DJing in her VT. Yes. Now, did you guess who it was? No, I saw it on Twitter. I was like, I don't know who this is because I didn't understand the flower thing. The thing about my habitat's recently been threatened, it made me think of Australia, but of course this was recorded pre-Australia. Yeah. No, I pinpointed very early on that it would be someone from a soap. Well, I thought I'm, Kylie because of yeah, all the so people I that knew it in. was, And I could also tell that she had a bit of a London accent even yeah. through the, the, the voice Definitely changer. Definitely didn't sound like Kylie. Um, but I didn't manage to pinpoint who it was before the reveal. No. But when the reveal happened, I was like, oh, obviously flowers, flowers still became... I, so, did, I didn't guess it. I saw it on Twitter and I was like, ah, okay, cool. Okay. Do you want to read? So the next, we then had episode two, which happened on Sunday yes. evening, which was the next six contestants. Yep. Who, and let me just run through what we've got, what our costumes are. So yep. we had, so episode one was uh, Queen Bee versus the Duck. Yeah. Uh, unicorn versus the butterfly and chameleon versus the hedgehog. And obviously we lost the butterfly, which was Patsy Palmer. Uh-huh. Episode two was the monster versus the fox, the tree versus the pharaoh and the octopus versus the daisy. And the pharaoh got knocked out. So do you want to read Do the, what the pharaoh told us about himself and yes. his clues? So his clues were 
They said, all hail the Pharaoh. The first time I picked up a guitar was in my infancy. I taught myself everything I know. It was a time of rebellion, even to pick up a guitar. We were the in-betweens of society. Am I here to rebel, to shake up the status quo? I certainly here to put my stamp on the competition. I think I'm a man of integrity. In my early years, I saw the Queen on a daily basis. So I don't think you could have predicted that my career would bring me to a stage like this. And um, then the clues yeah. further in his VT. Notes. There was a model of Big Ben in the VT. Right. And then in his interview, he said that his um, his previous career was also a piece of furniture and they guessed straight away. They guessed, yes. Someone in the audience guessed that it was the cabinet. The cabinet, right. Uh, so who who did the panel guess that it was? Well, Davina guessed Ed Balls. Yeah, they'd be definitely going for it. So the, the Big Ben was a massive clue. So they knew and the cabinet. Away, yeah, so mm. they knew straight away it was going to be an MP. Yeah, uh, Rita Ora picked uh, Brian May or Rod Stewart, which Both was... Both very high-profile high MPs in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it didn't the, the shape of the person didn't fit that. <laughs> no. So that was weird. Um, Jonathan Ross went with Vince Cable, former... Um, former my former MP actually yes. in Twickenham, um, or Alan Johnson, who was the former Home Secretary, Home Secretary, yeah, and Widdicombe, which obviously was just it a piss takey guess. And Ken again picked the only British politician he knew, which was Tony Blair. Okay, so and it was Alan Johnson. So Jonathan was. Ross was right. So he he guessed that in his original chatting through mm. and then when as they were about to do the reveal they were like give us your last minute guesses he ran through other MPs and then just as the mask was about to come off he was like no no Ellen Johnson so it kind of felt a bit like oh someone's just put that in your yeah. ear haven't they Jonathan but no it, it he had said it previously yeah, he, he had so the breakdown of his clues so the thing about the Queen seeing the Queen every day and putting his stamp on things, he was previously a postman. Yeah. Delivered <laughs> to presumably one of the Queen's residences. No, the stamp. He, we were oh, talking about the stamp. Oh, I put my stamp. stamp. So I used to see the Queen every day. We were talking about stamps. Yeah, yeah, got it. Um the Big Ben model obviously was because he's an MP, the piece of furniture was a cabinet, um, because he was a member of the cabinet in the last Labour government. So all those clues were there. I I thought he was a bit obscure. I don't think I'd Didn't ever guess. have guessed him. No. And I know my like I know my MPs quite well. Yeah. And when when I was watching it back last night to make notes, I was actually yeah, that's like you can tell that's Alan Johnson mm. speaking, but like that's in retrospect. Now yeah. I know who it is. I was like, oh, it's so obviously his voice. I thought it was Lembit Opic. Oh. This seemed like the type of thing he would do, yes. like right up his street. I could see him playing guitar, but then I thought the um the the physique was probably more similar to Ed Balls yeah, but I thought that would have been really tall and skinny, skinny isn't he yeah. yeah but I didn't think Ed Balls would have done it because obviously he did Strictly a few years ago so yeah. that felt a bit of a flex okay so the last one that we lost so the last set of clues we've got where we can see how they've broken down and how they've dropped hints was on last night's show we lost the chameleon yes now I I knew who this was before Same. I started watching it because oh, okay. Lisa and Rhea had already said... I know who this so, is, yeah. yeah. Um, this is the thing, though. Like, when you know who it is, 
like if Gary, for instance, went on, I would instantly know his voice and mm. I would be like, that's Gary Barlow. There's just no question. And when the second season of the US version, everybody thought that the Rottweiler was Robbie Williams. And so it got sent to me and I was asked, is this Robbie Williams? Everyone mm. thinks it's Robbie Williams. And I was like, it's not. No way. But I think it's Chris Daughtry because it sounds like Chris Daughtry. And, and it turns it? out it was Chris oh, Daughtry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when you've got someone who's a big fan... You know that they know. Yeah. They know their boy. So okay. so the chameleon, the chameleon's package was, so this was his clue. Okay, let's, okay, let's do this. Hello, can you see me? I'm the chameleon. Who is the chameleon? Good question. <laughs> they are many things, a blend of talents. They've slipped into many backgrounds, but one thing more than another. I'm a dazzling urbanite. Why did I decide to become the chameleon? As the chameleon, I get to feel technical and modern. To be honest, I'm more used to the tech of the 70s. I'm going into battle tonight against Hedgehog, and I'd like to win. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Um, now, his clues at the end of his performance were, I once provided the voice of a children's cartoon character. Mm. And then, he, obviously, he did two performances. He made yep. it through his first episode. So his clue on last night's performance was um, that he'd once won three awards in the same event. Yeah, and then last on last night's show they did a thing called Two Lies and a Truth, yes. where they said three things. Yeah, two of them aren't true, and one of them is. Yeah. So his two lies and a truth were: in my job, it's normal for me to become wet, wet, because Davina thought it was Tom Daly. Yeah. So I think they were playing they up all, to that. They all had started making guesses based around sports, and they based mm. on the physique. Um, clue two was: I once won three BAFTA awards. Yeah. And the third one was, it's not unusual for me to wear tight trousers. Which obviously was, now we know who it is, was, that was the, the truth. Yeah. yeah. So the guesses from the, so show, their guesses changed from show one to show two. Mm-hmm. So on show one, Davina guessed that it would be an athlete or a boxer. But she also thought at one point it might be a very, very old actor, Nigel Havers. <laughs> didn't uh, sound like him though at all. Uh, her guesses on show two were either Tom Daly the diver or Curtis from Love Island. I had no idea who Curtis was, so I couldn't oh, he, figure out if if she was on, mm, along the right lines for the physique. He's now on another show on BBC, The Greatest Dancer. He's the receptionist on that now, and he's also brothers with one of the Strictly dancers. So he's very reality TV adjacent. Okay. So he was wouldn't have been a bad guess. Yeah. Rita's guesses on show one were it was an actor, and she went for Idris Elba because he likes music and, and he's also, up for a lot. And also, because the chameleon had a big knob and she couldn't stop <laughs> looking at it. And I, I think she just wanted to think it was Idris Elba's knob. Yeah. Um, her guesses on show two were it was either Anthony Joshua, the boxer, Stormzy or Lewis Hamilton. I think that they, at that point it was just a wish list, wasn't it? This yeah. was, <laughs> list of people that really were all uh, wanted to shag. Yeah, because she kept saying, I think this is my next husband. And I was like, <laughs> mate, you wait till he takes his, his face off. Uh, Jonathan on episode the first episode thought it was he got a baking vibe off him mm. i don't know how he got a baking vibe mm. off a man dressed in spandex covered in lights mm-hmm. but his guesses on that show were either paul hollywood or mary berry Dickhead. and then um because he dropped the clue about having been the voice of a cartoon character yes he went with reggie yates who'd been the voice of rasta mouse yes. so i could see where that one was going because actually he was size wise physique wise yeah reggie yates was actually quite a good guess 
Obviously, I'm at, I'm at home at this point going, Jonathan, no. <laughs> yeah, because I knew. knew. <laughs> if I hadn't known, I'd have been like, ooh. Yeah, good show. guess. And his guesses on last night's show was Richie Blackwood. Oh, yeah, he it's Richie Blackwood, yeah. Uh, Ken went for Chiwetel Ejiofor. Mm-hmm. I think that was based on physique. And then he went for Jason Statham last night. Yeah, again. I couldn't see British Jason celeb. Statham doing no, the last singer. No, same. Um, there were guesses on Twitter coming in as well, which were um, Noel Fielding. Yep. Quite appropriate. I could see yep. him. He had the kind of the personality. Yeah, and, they're quite similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alexandra Armstrong and Justin Hawkins. And it did turn out to be Justin Hawkins of from The, the Darkness. Darkness. Yeah. Um, now, clues-wise, this one was quite good. There were some very obvious bits there if you were looking for them. So in the back of his original VT, which was filmed in... So his his outfit was all neon lights. Mm. It was... Um, and they put him in what I you probably call a neon junkyard, which was all old neon yes, signs. Yes. And one of the signs in the neon junkyard said the darkness. Oh, really? A really fucking obvious. But if you knew what you were looking for, right? Um, this in his um, introduction speech, he he finished with the words, "This town ain't big enough for the both of us," uh, which is a song Justin had recorded with his solo project, British Whale, a cover of the nineteen seventy four hit by Sparks. Right. So, okay. Um, and the children's cartoon, he had supplied the singing and guitar for the band in the BBC cartoon called Free Phonics. Mm-hmm. Um, and The Darkness had won three Brit Awards in 2004. Which is the three awards in the same event. Got yeah. It. I thought it was Martin Kemp. I, I had gone Gary Kemp. Right. I don't know where I got that from, but yeah. I got a very kind of 80s yeah. vibe from it. So I had gone down the looking up to see... If Gary Kemp had ever been the voice of a cartoon, yeah, I, I, how it's strange just, that we both went for. Yeah, it was just that it, they sounded like they were from South London, which is yeah. you know. Which, I got a very acty vibe as well, and mm. I was kind of like, but they could obviously sing and perform. Yeah, so that's and it was the seventies tech thing. Yeah, yeah. actually, we both went. Funnily enough, Justin Hawkins is well. I don't know if he lives in South London, but I know he's from Chertsey, so we're actually very close to where he was born. Oh, <laughs> currently. <laughs> We're going to pay homage after we finish. So those, yeah. those are the three that have already been revealed. Yes. Um, now we're going to go through piece by piece the... How many have got remaining? Nine. So there was 12 total. Three are gone. Yeah, nine Nine more. remaining. So let's look. We'll focus mainly on so the five from last night's show because we've got two lots of clues for them. Yes. And then the five from... They're going to be on next week. Let's focus on them on, on them next week. Yeah, so good we're idea. We're keeping you all too long we don't want to make this a four hour long thing yeah on them which we could talk about this for yeah. four hours <laughs> so last night was all five performers perform and then the how did they get voted off I it's the audience so the audience choose their favorites the ones so that the, most vote the, they go up against each other don't they? Well, they did last week they went up against each other i think last night it was the five in total and then the audience voted and then there's a bottom two and then the panel, panel pick who they want to okay. stay and who they want to go so last night we began and i'm going to go in the order of which they originally appeared on the show because mm-hmm. that's how i wrote it out i went yeah. back and watched from episode one yep so last night we had Queen Bee. Mm-hmm. Her original VT was this. I was quite young when I began my career. Being so young, people like to confine me to one type of beehive. But I guess you could say I've always been a bit of a wild card. Coming to the Masked Singer, I feel free to be myself. No one knows who I am. It's very liberating. Now I feel like I've grown up. 
I'm no longer a princess, I'm a queen. So roll out the red carpet, because tonight I'm going to have a ball. And the clue she dropped in that episode was, out of all of my friends, I'm the joker in the pack. I, see, I know who this is. Yeah, I and know so, who this is and too. And so these clues make perfect sense. We'll go through those once we've yeah, gone through it all. We'll go through, so we'll go, we'll go through all the clues that have been dropped. Who are, who are the people are guessing and then, and then who, who we, we think. think and yeah. how it relates to the clues. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so week two, she also had a very long bit spoken well, part in a VT in, package. In week one, she sang Alive by Sia and she was fucking great. Oh, her voice, you knew immediately she's a singer. that she's actually a singer. Yeah. Or she's like um, an Italia Conti type. She's She was like stage trained. School, yeah, stage yeah. school has been trained in singing. And, right. you, you know, it might be someone that you don't necessarily know she can sing, but it's from that background. Yes. Uh, so week two, her... Uh, introduction was in my last performance the panel and audience gave me a very royal reception um probably worth pointing out here the the name of the mask is queen bee that's what all the royal references are so mm. don't get too carried away on like this might be someone connected with the royal family it's not Meghan markle no so her, <laughs> the, her name is queen bee um in my last performance the panel and audience gave me a very royal reception and this queen could not be happier I don't think the panel are close to guessing who I am at all. It's so much fun to be a mass singer. I got so much of a buzz from my last, but not as much of a buzz as I get from helping other people. A queen should look after her subjects. It's nice to be able to use your voice for good. People might think I'm shy, but I'm not afraid to stand up and fight for what I believe in. I've always done that, and it makes me proud to say that sometimes I've made a real change. Am I a lawbreaker? No, I'm a lawmaker. I'm a benevolent queen and bees only sting when they have to. But don't let that fool you. This bee can sting. And her two lies and a truth Mm -hmm. were, uh, one, I'm under 30. Two, I'm well known in fashion circles. And three, I'm not known for singing on stage. Uh, So what the judges guesses? Do you want to run through? Yeah, so Davina initially guessed somebody from The Crown... Um, she thought she sounded American and then she said maybe Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones. I was more week one Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Okay. That's kind of where I was being led, but I didn't really know. I thought this is someone I don't know. I, I mean, I know now yeah. that it's someone I do know, but at the time last week I was like, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. And then Davina guessed last night that she thought perhaps it was someone from a girl band and she said maybe one of girls allowed and so she guessed Nadine Coyle. Now it's not Nadine because no. it doesn't sound like Nadine. No, so I thought very, very clearly from the first time I heard her speak that there was a little it was either originally it was Scouse, I was like there's definitely a bit of a Scouse accent going on there and then for some words I was like oh, or is it maybe a little bit Geordie mm. but there was definitely a very distinctive Northern, accent yeah. going on it there. It wasn't a Derry accent like Nadine Coyle. No, it definitely <laughs> wasn't, uh, no. And also when this was filmed wasn't Nadine in the jungle? Uh, no, would it be? It would have been before Nadine went in the jungle. Okay. okay. So Rita decided it had to be her friend Charlie XCX. Of course, <laughs> they're all your friends, Rita. That's how the mass singer works. And otherwise, Kylie Minogue. It was. It's again doesn't sound like Kylie. And then last night she guessed Lady Victoria Harvey, but we know that Lady V can't sing. 
Yeah, um, and she was also going off all the, the royal clues. Yes, she I was. I think they were putting too much reliance on the fact that they called her Queen Bee rather than just Bee. Exactly. Uh, Jonathan guessed Margot Robbie because she plays the Joker's girlfriend and she had said she was the Joker of the pack. Yeah. And then last night, again, he went down the girl band route and said perhaps it was Jessie from Little Mix, which it was an it's all right guess. Very good guess, yeah. actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Ken guessed, you know, again, only British people that he knows from being in the US. Olivia Coleman last week. She's a bit... I'd love, I'd love if, if, if that mask came off and it was Olivia <laughs> Coleman, I'd fucking die. I think the voice is a little bit young to be yeah, Olivia Coleman. Okay. And then last night he said that it because of the lawmaking, he said, well, it's got to be a Mal Clooney then. Yeah. So it was the lawmaker that the lawmaker bit that really nailed it on for me. Yeah. Because I also the singing voice. I mm. very quickly guessed that it was going to be Nicola Roberts from Girls yeah. Aloud because I recognised the singing voice. But then because I started hearing Geordie Twangs, I was like, oh, maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm mm. not. I haven't got it nailed on as fast as that. I didn't recognise her singing voice despite the fact I watched all those fucking videos for the <laughs> One True Voice thing. But Nicola Roberts is a great singer. But in terms of the clues, she was the wild card choice to go into Girls Aloud. She yeah. was the last one picked because somebody else. Okay, so that wasn't the clue that nailed it for me. So the clue that nailed but it for also me the was lawmaking. the lawmaking. Because I remember watching the Girls Aloud ITV... documentary. No, so her ITV documentary where she went into salon, like tanning salons, about what laws they have, and she brought about a law that means under 18s can't, can't go, go in... on sunbeds. Yeah. yeah. So that's what nailed it for me. Yeah. yeah. And also she has got, a, she said something about the beat of her drum in her clues last night as well. And she's got a song about a drum. Oh, okay. And there was something else in there last night as well that she's known in the fashion circles. And I was like, yeah, that's, hasn't she got a fashion line or something along those lines? Oh, so that's her two lies and the truth. So mm. I thought her two lies and her, her truth was I'm under 30. Is she not? No. <laughs> okay. No. Because um, I, I know she was about eighteen, wasn't she? Okay. When I don't see that's the bit I don't know. Two thousand and two, so yeah. Okay, so she'd be older than that. Okay, so the duck. Now, the duck I thought last night sounded completely different from week one. So yeah, I, in week one, when the duck first started singing, I was like, "This is not someone that sings yes. as a job." Yes, because they started off very, very poorly. Yes. But that could have been to throw us off. Yeah, true. So are they allowed to do that though? Are they allowed to throw us off? I suppose they are. So the duck, um, their their video week one would had the backing track of Bittersweet Symphony by the first. Yeah, I started making notes on the backing tracks mm. in case they were relevant, and okay. then I decided that actually no, they weren't. They were just okay. So she said, we're assuming she. They said, does my beak look big in this? Quack, quack, I'm the duck. I'm yellow and mellow and a real softy, although maybe you wouldn't think it. As a duckling, I was always very shy and very quiet and tried to stay out of trouble. But now I'm fully grown and I love a challenge. I've always been sporty and like to push myself. You might even catch me surfing from time to time. I like to do things other ducks have never done before. So coming on The Masked Singer is a huge challenge for me, but I'm never hard on myself if I fail. I think failure is a badge of honour. After all, it is better to have tried and failed than never to have tried at all. And it was a VT filmed on a bridge and they were at the edge of a river and then they were at a running track. So the clue that she 
they came up with was I used to be a long distance runner and they really picked up on this didn't they last week so they they kind of started going for Olympians and yeah. well-known athletes well I thought it was Denise Lewis instantly yeah. I was like she sounds like Denise Lewis yeah. it's Denise Lewis and putting them on the running track as well mm. so the the VT obviously like a bridge near water she's a duck mm. at the edge of the river near water she's a duck but the running track I was then like oh that has to be a clue mm. Um, so week two the vt said i had some fun up there on my last performance have they guessed who i am yet oh no i don't think the panel are very close at all and that makes me very happy so as they say in germany das gut i love to speak other languages it's always been a skill of mine i've entered this competition for a pizza the action because at that point she was in a bath reading an italian phrase book um and i'm looking to serve up a slice of victory i'll be going out there to a big crowd this evening but eight hundred and fifty thousand people once sang happy birthday to me and i had the pleasure of singing happy birthday to a true legend myself let's hope i'll be celebrating again after tonight's performance so in the vt there was the bubble bath the italian phrase book and a pizza being delivered and also the pe- like the, the way the food was laid out on the pizza, I was like, is that a clue? Is that a clue? Because it was a pizza and it was laid out, the, the peppers were laid out very strangely in a long cross. Mm. And then there were olives and mushrooms around it. So okay. I didn't know if that was meant to be like, is this a flag? Mm. What's going on here? And yeah, so okay. I, it, it just, it was it didn't look like, a, oh, they just ordered that pizza and done it. It looked like it was purposely done. Yeah. I don't know where that quite fits in. Okay. So what was her, what was their two lies, two lies and, and the truth. truth? So two lies and a truth. One was, I used to do gigs with David Bowie, but they said David Bowie and it's not Bowie, it's Bowie. I think that's just them. Right. Uh, I was part of a famous girl band. And I have two adult children. Now, I was part of a famous girl band. Again, was massively playing up to the fact that Davina thought it was Melanie C. Yeah. And Mel Black. So, like, on week one, <laughs> she did. She, yeah, she was convinced it was someone from a girl band. So, she went Mel Black. She she was said this is definitely a pro singer, mm. which I didn't get at all from week one. No, I didn't either. Uh, so, she went with Mel Black from the All Saints mm-hmm. or Mel C from the Spice Girls. And which she stuck with again last night. It she still thought it sound was... like Melanie C. No. Though. Um, Rita said um, it's an. Uh, she thought it was an older voice. It sounded more mature. And for some reason, she went for Ray Winston. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, last night she switched tack. She went for Baby Spice. The singing last night was amazing. Oh, it was so good. The first week I was like, like you said, this is not a singer. This is an athlete. I was convinced it was Denise Lewis. I was like, she sounds like her. It is Denise Lewis, the Olympian. And last night I was like, oh, this is a singer. Yeah. So she went for Baby Spice and Heidi Klum. Because of the German connection. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan on week one had said this is not a professional singer, but it's a confident performer. He didn't actually make a guess. Mm. Um, last night he guessed Posh Spice. <laughs> they were just going through the Spice Girls. Yeah. Uh, but he also said Chrissy Teigen because one of the clues was... Um, uh, and I had the pleasure of singing happy birthday to a true legend myself. Mm. So he thought that might be a hint of John, John legend. legend. So he went Chrissy Teigen. Okay. Uh, week one, Ken had guessed Paula Radcliffe. Yep. And last night he guessed Mel B from the Spice Girls. And didn't Joel Domit say, the host, he said, how embarrassing would it be if you've guessed all the Spice Girls and it, it turns out to, to be Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> um, so the other people guessing on um, social media guesses for the duck, I have found... Toya Wilcox. Oh. 
Uh, Trisha Goddard, which I can't see. No. Shirley Kemp. So someone, who's, <laughs> someone sticking with our Kemp vibe has gone with Martin Kemp's wife, Shirley. Yep. Um, someone's guessed Skin from Skunk and Nancy. Mel C, Kelly Holmes, Paula Radcliffe. So along the same kind of vibes. Now you... I know who this is, but only because you guess it. So I'm going to hand this one over to you. Yeah, it's so it's got to be Skin from Skunk and Nancy. After I saw you say that, and I went back and listened to it, I was like, "It's so obvious from it's, the vocal. It's so the obvious. vocal is it's just so clearly Skin. Yeah, yeah, it is. And she has done gigs with David Bowie. Yeah, she's just a lot of festivals. I, I'm sure I've I saw uh, Skunk and Nancy play yeah. at festivals where. Where Bowie was on, so yeah, and she was a judge on Italian X Factor. Yes, which might be that pizza. If you said the lines were, yeah. she also got married in you no know, the Italian flags, three stripes. No, 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 but X. oh X. Oh my God, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, oh my God, I can't believe we're here yeah. solving clues as we go along. <laughs> uh, she fucking, also got married I in Italy. Fucking wish people could see <laughs> us right now in this car that started to steam up with this voice recorder and this laptop I mean making our guesses are so <laughs> funny imagine someone taps on the window what are you doing just exchanging notes on the mask singer mate <laughs> um, um, now one of the notes I made was that I noticed when she was speaking that she'd said the word she'd said something something was very very something mm. and I noticed that there was a slight speech impediment when she said the word very so I want to go back and find some skin how did she say it very very oh like Jonathan Ross yeah right okay. but not as obvious as mm. Jonathan Ross it was very subtle I don't know if it mm. was put on okay but I know I made a note of that on the very first week yeah the, the very little... first week yes <laughs> and also she sang in her sing-off last night she sang Ave Maria oh, and she just amazing. sounded like a real gospel-y yeah like it, it's skin it's yeah. skin okay sorry if we've ruined that for everyone oh um, after, yeah well uh, we've ruined nicola roberts as well <laughs> so um could imagine if we're wrong as so we're sitting confidently going this is who it is or imagine if we're right and the people listening to this we should put a spoiler alert on this oh yeah uh, this contains just nothing okay, guys spoilers spoiler alert not that we're <laughs> not that we're spoilers this is pure speculation but yeah what we think yeah, um, but I did find a um, interview with Skunk and, uh, Skin where she'd spoken about um, doing a festival in Poland where eight hundred thousand people have sung Happy Birthday to us. Well, so I think that kind of nails it. So let's um, take a break because I need a cigarette and to open the window a bit. Oh, and my. So on to the unicorn. <laughs> I think the unicorn's my favourite, and I had guesses, and now I think completely different for what my guesses were. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit stumped on the unicorn because it seems too obvious. Okay, so I know who it is. Should we do this? How not do you know who it is? Should we not reveal this one, or do you want to know? No, I want to fucking know. Okay, the unicorn. First week clues. I've always stood out from the crowd, been different from other horses. I've always had a certain flair and can be a bit of a show pony. I mean, look at that mane. I'm entering this competition because it sounds fun and I'm always up for a party. A unicorn is one of a kind. We sparkle. Will I kick my way to the competition? Let's find out. Right, so it was very apparent from the very first second that this person was a member of the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah, pride colours in the main. Yeah. Uh, their clue on week one was, when I was a child, I used to go on holiday with my family on a private plane. Yeah. That completely threw me. Yeah. Because I, from watching the performance week one, I had gone down the lines of, like, everyone else, Louis Spence, John Barrowman. I knew it wasn't Louis, because it doesn't sound like Louis, but I was like, 
fucking hell, it's John Barrowman. Like, it's yeah. so and obvious. I thought they were too short to be John Barrowman. John Barrowman's right. incredibly tall. I thought that as well. But then well. it's also hard to tell with the costume quite like are they wearing heels how far do their heads go up how much of that is actually them how much yeah. of it is costume but he's very much playing up to the john barrowman thing he's going i'm fabulous like john yeah. barrowman does so week two oh, oh the, let's do the so the host the panel's guest is on week one davina guests someone who'd been in the business for a long time a dancer a performer maybe louis spence mm. uh rita guest adam lambert I mean, I understand why, but no. Uh, Jonathan guessed John Barrowman. Yeah. And Ken guessed it was a professional singer, and he thought it was someone had an American accent he'd heard. Yeah. So his guess was J.C. Chazez. Oh, yeah, he did. He, and he said it like that as well. <laughs> J.C. Chazez. Um, and this, Again, he's not tall enough to be J.C. Do not think. I don't think so. Uh, the song they sang on week one was Babushka by Kate Bush, and it was fucking brilliant. <laughs> oh, it was so, so good. good. Uh, their week two song was Juice by Lizzo. Yep. Are we recording it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I just wasn't sure if... Does it record a separate file? No, it's just carry it on. Oh, cool. Um, week two, their VT was a lot longer, so there was definitely more clues in this one. Uh, if I learned one thing in my last performance is just how challenging it is to perform in these costumes, but I still had a blast out there, and everyone seemed to be loving it. I do like attention. Uh, and then they played voiceover of the hosts guessing that it was John Barrowman to which he responded I don't know who he is but if I did I would say he is fabulous yeah but he Um, said he's fabulous which is how John Barrowman says it Uh, I grew up on a small island but the lights of the big city beckoned so I bolted from my hometown paddock I've always been theatrical I tap danced my way through school so to see my own name up in lights that was a dream come true Right, so the tap dancing thing threw me another direction. Okay. There's something about being on stage that feels magic. Tonight, I'm going to throw back my mane, kick up my hooves and give it everything I've got. And then the visual clues in the VT was when he talked about leaving home for the big city, he was holding a very big apple. Oh, yeah. And then in the next bit of the VT, he was playing with a top hat, like a magician's top hat, spinning it around. And he was stood by two flight cases like musicians use when they're on tour see i was like i went down the whole is it adam garcia route because he is australian but that's not a small island and he's a tap dancer and i think he could probably come off as a little bit gay even though i don't believe he is Um, other visual clues in the backdrop during their performance there were cartons of juice the song was juiced by lizzo but they called the juice magic juice and it had two little cherries. So we're saying it's a magician. That's what we're saying, or an illusionist. A gay magician. Two lies and a truth. Uh, Pineapple is my favourite food. Well, I was like, oh, that's Andy Peters. (laughs) My girlfriend is very famous. Mm. Acting changed my life. It's got to be... It's got to be the last one. So... Guesses this week from the panel were Davina guest Frankie Grande, Ariana's brother, mm-hmm. which was the American thing. And the private jet thing. Yeah. Uh, Rita guest Matthew Morrison. I did yeah. go down a Matthew Morrison rabbit hole for a long time until I found out that he didn't grow up on a small island, so yep. not him. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan guessed Peter Andre. No. Again, not very small. is not a small island. No. And Ken guessed Neil Patrick Harris. Again, I can see why, but 
the magician thing. So we're saying magician, American magician. And you're going way off. Really? It's not magician. Oh. It's magic. Magic. So guesses on social media. So magic, but not a magician. It's just the word magic. Is it Magic Johnson? No. (laughs) (laughs) Guesses on social media. Louis Spence, John Barrowman. Mika. Yeah. Kevin McHale. Yeah, I thought maybe Kevin McHale, yeah. John Partridge. Mm. Guy that used to be in EastEnders. He's the one who knew about David Guest and David <laughs> Bowie, that David's dead thing, yep. Um, Jake Shears from Scissors Sisters. Yep. Is it one of those? Yeah. Is it Jake Shears? Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Saw someone saying that it was Jake Shears. What's the magic connection? So, um, Jake Shears was in Kinky Boots on Broadway. That's his reference to seeing his name up in lights. Right. So, to see my own name up in lights was a dream come true. He mm. starred as the main character in Kinky Boots. Um, at the age of four, he was performing uh, in shows with his mother, tap dancing. Right. So, that was his I tap dance my way through school clue. Um, he was born in Arizona, but his family moved when he was very young and he grew up on San Juan Island, which is just off the coast of Washington. Right. Um, Scissor Sisters' fourth album is called The Magic Hour. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that's it. It's Jake Shears. I'll just ruined that for you. No, no, no. I wouldn't have guessed it. I did see him as a name on Twitter and I just never went down the hole to have a further look. But my God, he sounds like John Barrowman. Yeah. Mm. I really went down I with John Barrowman. I asked John Barrowman on Dancing on Ice last week if it was him. And he was like, I can't tell you. Um, Hedgehog. It's the next one. And then that's our last okay. one for this week. I have some thoughts on Hedgehog. So, okay. the Hedgehog's initial... Oh, thank you. The Hedgehog's... Oh, my arm. The Hedgehog's initial VT said... I'm quite a homely creature, although more often than not, I'm most active at night. Of course I am. I'm a hedgehog. Um, actually, he's got a very... Am I a prickly character? It's a very um, clipped, clipped British accent. Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't think so. I'm more introverted than people might expect, but I'm very friendly. My natural habitat is being on stage. I love it. Hedgehogs normally like to hibernate for half of the year, but not me. I like to stay busy. I'm a workaholic. Tonight is opening night and I'm hoping for a great run. But no worries if not, the show must go on. And then the clues were, I once had a job that meant I died at 8.30 every night. Which we assumed was a role he was playing on stage where his character died. Um, And then he said this in response to what the panel had guessed about him. Oh, that's right. So he said, the panel's guesses are all over the place. They've not got a Scooby-Doo who I am. No, I made note of that in case he had anything to do at any stage with (laughs) Scooby-Doo. So week two, the VT said, since the curtain came down on my last performance, I've had time to review what happened and I think I did a pretty good job. The panel thought, The panel's guesses, I thought, were rather interesting, actually. They were absolutely stumped and I'm planning on keeping it that way. Being out there on my own was a challenge, so I do enjoy being part of a team. There can be many times when I find myself alone on stage, but it's nice to be part of an ensemble. But either way, I can, all I can aim for is to have fun. I don't think that's too much to ask for. Tonight, I want to have a ball. When I step out onto the stage, I'm going to do everything in my power to bring the house down. 
And then the VT included models of cats. There was some hairspray, some curlers. He was collecting empty glasses, polishing a lamp. There was a mantelpiece clock and a Phantom of the Opera mask. And the backdrop was a theatre staircase with candelabras and cogs. Yeah. So that all points towards a West End performer. performer. Yeah. And two there's quite a few things that connect one person. Yeah. Two lies and the truth. So the two lies and the truth. I sometimes wear high heels on stage. I once worked at a major fast food restaurant and my daughter is more famous than I am. I went off on an absolute tangent on my daughter is more famous oh, than really? I. Oh, really? Um, and when you Google uh, uh, celebrity dads or... Mm. Um, uh, female celebrities with famous dads it's all fucking <laughs> americans and it oh, was really? yeah i i knew it wasn't an american so i was like i just want can i not find a british website that's done this story well, I, as well i knew that it wasn't lily allen and keith allen because keith allen's a midget and this guy's quite tall <laughs> yeah. wasn't he and you'd have been able to hear keith like he, oh, yeah. he wouldn't have had that clipped he wouldn't have been able to keep up the no. clipped accent so exactly long. so uh, the guesses davina said he's really posh he must be a theater actor and she guessed david thulis in the first week and then in the second week she guessed Michael Ball who'd been in he's been in Hairspray Cats Phantom Phantom yeah and he said I'm gonna have a ball tonight so there was a few clues there Rita Ora thought it was a comedian and went with Jack Whitehall which I kind of get he's quite a posh sounding guy as well and then last night she said no I think probably Michael Crawford who's played the Phantom of the Opera Um, but most famous phantom over here like if you were yes. asked to name a phantom was he the original really, one yeah so they mm. really I think the phantom mask was way too obvious like mm. I think they dropped in such an obvious clue that it just really gave it away yeah. Um, but yeah if you were asked to name someone that played phantom over here without the other clues we've got you would probably almost always go for Michael Crawford yeah, yeah. defo um, and they also had said that they thought it was an actor because he said he died every night at 8.30 so yeah. Um, Jonathan said that he sounded like he was a dad rapping at a wedding. He guessed <laughs> Sarah McKellen in the first week. And then last night he guessed Jason Manford. Now I've seen Jason Manford's name come up a lot on Twitter as well. Because he's also denied it on Twitter though. He's got an album out and it, yeah. they, everyone said it sounded like him. I don't think his physique fits. Um, and then Ken went Eddie Izzard last week and Eddie Izzard this week because he's the only poshish sounding... English I could see men. where he was going with Eddie Izzard though, and then last night when he, he they dropped the clue or the possible clue, the two lies and a truth about I wear, wearing heels on stage, mm. that kind of made you go, oh maybe it is, maybe Eddie. it is Eddie Izzard, yeah, yeah exactly. So and um, boy band no, he sang uh, take that song last night, he did it quite so. well as well, but you can you can definitely hear that he's not mm. used to singing popular. Yes, yes. Now I've not nailed down. I mean I'm I'm. I'm fairly certain it is Michael Ball. Me too. But I've not 100% nailed down the clues because there are some... Because although you can go on and you can look at his Wikipedia and go, oh, yeah, so he's been in Hairspray, he's been in Phantom, Mm. he's been... But then you don't know that there's not another actor because the same people go round the West End shows. You don't know there's not another one that's done that already. Using the word ball in his his Mm. VT might be a massive clue. It might be a red herring. It might be... Yeah, I, I'm i kind of down that road that it's Michael Ball. At one point, I thought it might be Adrian Edmondson. Just thought it might sound a bit like him. Is he not dead? Adrian Edmondson? No. No, he's not dead. 
we'll Google that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, if it's if it uh, is, but was that the because of Emily? Uh, no, who's who's Emily Atak's dad? I don't know. One of her parents is famous. Oh, okay. No, didn't know that. Um, so yeah, but I I think it's Michael Ball. Okay. Other notes that I made as I was watching this mm. just in case it was significant so in week one he sang Black Magic by Little Mix and when he was on stage he was dancing around a spell book yeah. so I made a note of what was written in the spell book in case it was are you thinking of Rick Mayall being dead yes <laughs> <laughs> my bad yeah <laughs> uh, so in the spell book it was two pages the first page was a spell which was three spikes one ant three caterpillars and a drop of milk I didn't pick anything up, but I've made a note of it and someone else listening might be like, oh my God, that's because of this. Mm. And the second page was a trope of Belladonna, which is the Latin name for deadly nightshade. Mm -hmm. Um, Allow three drops of potion to melt into the mixture. Allow four beans of mash gas to kissle through. Mm. I didn't pick up anything extra from that, but I made a note on it. Okay. So next week's episode, we will have the monster will be back. Yeah, the fox. I'm. I definitely know who the fox is. The tree, which I'm struggling with. Um, Should we just do a quick fire? Who we think they the are? The octopus and the daisy. So, um, Monst- go on. Monster, Monster. I don't know. It sounds like Niles Barkley, but I don't know. So CeeLo. Oh no, sorry, Seals, CeeLo, not Niles yeah. Barkley. CeeLo Green. Yeah. Uh, fox. I think is Denise. Denise Van Outen. Yeah. Yeah. Tree. I'm thinking Frank Lampard. Oh, okay. Let's pull up what other guesses are. So, guesses for the Fox have been Denise Van Outen, Stacey Dooley, Patsy Kensett, Rita Simons, mm. Samantha Woback. Yeah, they're all... All, all along the same, the same line, vein. Yeah. yeah. So, who else were we doing? Fox and monster guesses. Guesses for the monster. CeeLo. Yeah. Uh, Big Nasty. Yeah. Will I Am. Nah. I don't think it is, but we'll get into this next week. So, anyway. tree guesses for the tree have been uh, Peter Crouch, Jamie Redknapp, Teddy Sheringham, Rio Ferdinand, Wayne Bridge, Jimmy Bullard. We're pretty sure it's a footballer. Yeah, from the, the clues. clues from the first episode. But again, we'll I, get into that next. Yeah, I think I I would at this I would plump for Jimmy Bullard mm. for lack of clues at the minute because right. all the clues that you got week one literally just went I'm a footballer yeah here's another football pun yeah yeah so octopus oh octopus is Ashley Roberts really yeah from the Pussycat Dolls how how are you so certain because they said a lot about catwalks and um there was something else in there as well and it sounds like a okay so I'm not familiar with their voice so the other social media guesses have been Cara Delevingne, Courtney Act, Leah Michelle, Penny Lancaster and Lily Cole. And denials, public denials of being the octopus have come from Jodie Marsh. That was, no one said it was her. <laughs> no, they was because they talked about being a model and weight training. So right. a couple of people had guessed Jodie Marsh. Mm. Um, and Daisy, I, I 100% know who the Daisy is. Oh, I don't. Who is it? Um, so... Daisy guesses for the Daisy have been uh, Holly Valance and Lindsay Lohan. Um, 
it's i think it's kellis yeah that's what twitter's been saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so that's it that's cool. all we'll be back next week to do a breakdown of part this might only be a two-parter because we might actually have them all solved <laughs> at the end of episode four and yeah, then we then just need to come back at the end and, and see go, how right we were we were right yeah exactly <laughs> oh cool i'm obsessed with it though yeah me too i think that's how it hooks you because you just go the miss marple aspect and then you yeah you miss marple watching it i've seen some brilliant tweets that has said walked into the room took the piss out of my missus for watching this and 12 minutes later i can't i can't look away and i'm like yeah this is exactly what happens so it's an hour of tv and then three to four hours on google yeah exactly <laughs> uh, live tweeting and all that kind of stuff here we go the time between me walking into the room and scoffing at the other half putting mass singer on tv and me being hooked was around 12 minutes <laughs> <coughs> and um how is it possible to think a show is the worst thing you've ever seen, but at the same time be so invested you're making notes to work out who's behind the mask? <laughs> that was me from week one because I knew I'd need notes. Yeah. So the back of my work notebook, right from the very first episode, I was right. making notes on it going, I'm going to need to be... Uh, I'll need to refer back to this <laughs> in about five episodes' it's time. So I want to know exactly what the clues are. It yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, so stick with us and uh, we'll see if we're all right. And let it's us know if you've got such a shame we can't get the in- view the international versions and do this for every time, every mass singer. I mean, you can... They put everything out on YouTube. But they don't... You don't always get the clues. Because uh, I try to do it with the American one. Uh, there to, are to some To keep up with clues, everyone. But yeah, not quite in the same way. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening to me. Me and Amy ruin every Saturday night for the next six weeks. <laughs> you are welcome. Uh, we'll be back... Friday of next week with a brand new episode of I'm with the Boy Band with our boy band of the week is gonna be Bobby Dooby Dabba Doo Thanks. Oh that was the clue. That was the clue. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry, we're doing we're doing all our um, episode instructions <laughs> as the masked singer. Um you can uh, find us on Twitter at I'm no at the Boy Band Pod on Instagram as I'm with a Boy Band. We have a Facebook page. Come and join us. We can discuss all things Masked Singer. Just search for I'm with a Boy Band on Facebook, or you can email us at I'm with a Boy Band. No, it's no. not. It's the Boy Band Pod <laughs> at gmail.com. And also join us on Patreon if you'd like to subscribe to our wonderful content and support us. It. You can start from $2 a month. You just go to patreon.com forward slash boyband. I'm really sorry about that. And um, you basically get exclusives of Amy burping every week. (laughs) Thanks very much for listening. See you soon. Bye. Bye.